Hello everyone, I'm Fagan King, uh, Sunday school teacher here at Wells Baptist Church. I just want to thank each and every one, Lord, that is, that is watching this, that uh, you get something out of it. Something, a message that God has laid on our heart to bring this morning or this afternoon. Lord, we just thank you. Lord, we just, uh, people, we just ask you now that this be blessed message to you. It'll be short, but it'll be a blessing to you. Uh we're going through a lot of trials now with this uh, coronavirus and stuff, and you know, and and you know, we 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 get so comfortable with our lives, we get so comfortable with everything. We you know, we we think it everything's going so good, but you know, God has to put something there to upset us, and I believe this is what He's done this for to try to bring us back in focus to Him, and that's what I'm going to talk to you today is about praying. Praying from the heart is the title of my message today, and I'm coming from the book of Matthew. It's where here the Jesus was teaching the disciples on several different things: retaliation, the love, lo, love your enemy, uh, giving to the needy, and and another one was was the uh, prayer. As a matter of fact, the the uh, title is the the Lord's prayer, and uh, and we're just going to be going from uh, Matthew six verse five through thirteen. Says Jesus uh, here in verse five says, and when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. Here Jesus warns his disciples uh, against what the hypocrites were doing when they prayed. You know, they, they you know, that they, they should have a purpose. Not they should not purposely, pur purposely position themselves in public uh, areas to, to for those people will see them pray and be impressed by their words. You know he, that's what he's saying to us. You know we don't we don't have to be out in public to be to say many words to impress people. It says if the, if the love uh, for self gratification is the only motive in the prayer, then Jesus declared. Self-gratification gain is the only reward. So that's the only thing they were receiving from. They wouldn't receive no, no blessings from God from it. They were receiving for self, self-right. And in verse 6, he says there, uh, but, you, but when you pray, go into your room, shut the door, pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will award you. All right, here now, here in, in verse uh, six here, uh, he's using the word you here uh, in verse six and seven, I mean, five and seven, it was used as, as plural, but he's, he's using it now as a singular word, uh, a private uh, communion with God, with yourself. And said the key, the key to the answer prayer is not in secret, uh, or in your room with the door shut, our real motive should be to get to uh, get through to God, so can, he can hear and answer. You know, he he t he's using this here for an illustration by going into a room with the door shut, where he just got through talking about the the hypocrites, the Pharisees and Pharisees that were standing on the street corner just to be seen. You know, and he says, you know. Rather than to stand out and do that, go into your room and shut the door. That's what he's saying. He's not saying we should, should not uh, pray in public. We don't need, need to read too much into this 
because uh, he didn't prohibit praying in public. As a matter of fact, in the other churches, is meant to collect prayer. And uh, just some quick references uh, in, in Acts, Acts uh, 2 and 42, it tells us, and they, they devoted themselves to, to the apostles' teaching and the, and the fellowship to breaking the bread and the prayer. And, and, and also in Acts, go over here to uh, Acts 12, 12, and he says, when you realize this, he, he went in, when he realized this, he went into the house of Mary and the home of John, whom was other name was Mark, and, and there many gathered and prayed to and prayed, met gathered together and prayed. So here you see that they gathered together and doing this. And also one more little verse here is in thirteen three says uh, in Acts uh, said then after fasting and praying they laid hands on them and sent them off. They was talking about Barnabas and Saul at the time. So you see public. It, Praying is okay. Praying outside is okay, as long as it's done for the right reason. Uh, the point is not where you pray, but the issue here is why you pray. Is it to be seen by people or to be heard by God? So that's that's it right there. You know, are you trying to impress somebody? Or are you trying to get in touch with God? And I think trying to impress people, we're getting nowhere with it. So we need to be making sure that when we do pray, we pray for the right reason, pray, pray unto the Father. In verse 7, he tells us here that when you pray, do not heap empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. <laughs> here you go. It says, do not, prayers should not consist of empty phrases. Empty phrases. For here he's talking about empty pra uh, phrases is many words. Over and over, you know, just constantly just babbling on, more or less, is what he's saying here. He said, you know, don't be doing that. You know, speak what's on your heart. Get to the point and bring it on to God, because God knows what you're asking for before you even start. So some people may like that, but God is not impressed by the multitude of many words. He wants to hear the sincere expression of your heart. Wow. And, and he goes on here in, in verse 8, and he says, <clears throat> Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask. And here it says, uh, Since the Father knows the things that we need before we ask, ask Him, then is it reasonable to say, Why pray at all? No. No, we need to pray constantly in prayer. Because the reason for praying is, is that we acknowledge our needs and dependent on Him. Because we can't do this by ourselves. We, we are expressing to God that we're dependent totally on Him when we come to Him. This is our communication with God. This is how we communicate with God. It, it's, it's basically through our prayers. That's our communication when we talk to God. It, it's through our prayers. Also, God does things, to, God does things in answer to prayers that uh, would not have been done otherwise, maybe. Uh, and, and, and James 4, 2 says it this way. If you do not ask because you, because you, you do not have because you do not ask. So if we don't go to God in prayer, we might be missing a big blessing because he's going to, yeah, he knows what we're going to be asking for maybe, but maybe there's something there that he's not, maybe that we won't. So 
he gives an opportunity here to communicate to him. And that's what we're talking about. Coming from the heart and, and praying to God sincerely. Uh, and in verse 9, he, he says, pray like this. And here is the Lord's Prayer that we all know and familiar with. But I want to uh, take this time now to use it to maybe bring out something a little different that uh, some of us really lets it take it for granted. It says, using this title, we should remember that Jesus never prayed it himself. It was given to us as a model after which we should pattern our prayers. It was not given as an exact words that we were to use. Because if you go back to verse 7, that, that, that says that. Because many words repeated by memory can become empty phrases. And that's what can happen. But here, as we start here, it's in, in uh, verse 9 there, it says, Our Father in heaven. Wow. It says, Prayer should be addressed to the God the Father to acknowledge of His sovereignty over the universe. His sovereignty, His authority, His power. His creation, it's all His. We, we need to address that to who He is, our sovereign Father that is in heaven. And, and as we go on here in, in the next uh, sentence there, it says, Hallowed be your name. Hallowed. Holy. Reverend. You know, God, we should begin our prayers with worship, with, with creating pray, crediting praise and honor to him who is worthy of it. And he is truly worthy of it. Because this is all his creation. We wouldn't be here without God. It's his kingdom. It's his, his, his dynasty. It's not us. We didn't have anything to do with this. He gives us an opportunity to be here to enjoy it. But it's all his creation. It's all God's. And in verse six, in verse 10, rather, 610 says, your kingdom come. It says, after worship, we should pray for the advancement of God's cause, putting his interest first. Especially, we should pray for the day when our Savior God, the Lord Jesus Christ, will set his kingdom up on earth and reign in righteousness. Amen. What a wonderful day it will be to live, be living in paradise. He says, and he goes on here, uh, it says, your will be done. In this petition, we acknowledge that God knows what is best that, and, and that we should surrender our will to his. And it also expresses a longing to see his will accomplished uh, throughout the world. Man, wouldn't it be wonderful that this world lived in peace altogether? We wouldn't hear about the wars over in the Far East or the things that's going on elsewhere. You know, be living in peace. That that ooh, that would be an, an awesome time in this world. It says, and and in in the next uh, verse there, in the next sentence rather, it says, "On earth as it is in heaven." So this phrase modifies all three petitions here: the worship offered to God, the sovereign rule of God, and the performance of of His will. Are all to are all a reality of heaven? Wow, a reality of heaven! Can you imagine it? I don't think we can. Not really. Uh, and it says the prayer in that that these conditions might exist on earth as they do in heaven. Hmm. Heaven on earth. <laughs> what a day! What a day! 
And uh, as we go on, uh, as we go on here in, in uh, six eleven, here it says, uh, "Give us this day our daily bread." Well, after after putting God' interest first, we're permitted then to present our needs. This petition acknowledges our dependence on God for the daily food, both spiritual and physical needs. Wow. You know, we, we, we sit and chow down and everything, and we give thanks to God, but, you know, we have to depend daily on Him to provide this, our spiritual and physical food. But we just take it for granted so many times. You know, we, a lot of times we think we're more holy than He is sometimes. Sorry, but that's, that's true sometimes for some people. 612 says, and give us our debts as we forgive our debtors. So this does not uh, reference uh, attain to forgiving uh, for, our, for forgiveness from the penalty of our sins because that uh, forgiveness has already been attained by the faith in Jesus. It rather, it refers to a parental forgiveness. You know, we as parents, uh, we, we have, most of us have children. We've had children. Yeah, they get out of hand sometimes or got out of hand sometimes. And, you know, we have to discipline for it and everything. But we have to forgive them too. And that's the kind of forgiveness that God gives us. Like we give our kids, you know, and we should be proud of that. Because when we forgive, said it is a necessary for us to fellowship with our Heavenly Father. It, it is to maintain our fellowship with Him, our forgiveness for, for others and ourselves. It says, it, if believers were unwilling to forgive, tho- forgive those who wronged them, how can they expect to be in fellowship uh, with their Heavenly Father? Wow, what a bold statement. How can you expect to be in fellowship with your Heavenly Father, if you can't simply forgive somebody for some little deed or something, so they, they, they really hurt me. Well, hey, guess what? You hurt your father, I guarantee you, a lot worse than what you what your friend had just hurt you. So, you know, that that's 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 without it. it says and uh uh if uh I mean I've got I lost here. No, I hadn't. I'm where I need to be. If we're not willing to, to forgive those who wronged them, then how can we forgive, forgive our Heavenly Father because He has freely forgiven us for our wrongdoings. And verse 13 says, And do not lead us into temptation. This request may appear to be contradictory to James 1.13, which states that God would never attempt anyone. However, God does allow his people to be tested and tried. Remember Job? You know, I, I think everybody can relate to Job. What happened to Job? He lost everything. He lost his family. He lost his homes. He lost all of his crops. He lost all of his animals. But Job never gave up. Gave, Job kept fighting. Look at Paul. When Paul went out on his journey, look, shipwreck, imprisonment, beatings, you know, but Paul stayed true to God. And, and and but because of our trials and everything, but we need to depend on God, like say uh, for those, because God is right there with us when we're going through these trials and dismays. Uh, here, however, God does allow trials, 
mean loves tests. And remember, this petition expresses a healthy distrust of one's own ability. I'm not, able, I'm not able to go through some of the trials that I go through without God, and, and I don't think you are either. Uh, to stand up and resist through these trials, I, it acknowledges a, a, complete, a complete dependence on God for strength. Amen. Uh, to overcome. And then here in verse 13, finally it says, But deliver us from evil. This is the prayer of all who are desperately desired to be kept from sin from the, by the power of God. It said it is in a heart; it is the heart's cry for a daily salvation, for the power of sin in one's life. He can deliver us from that evil. We we cry out to Him to to help take it away from us. You know, sin destroys all. It destroys a lot of things. It destroys a lot of families. It destroys all. So, in closing, I'd like to add one little thing. Says, okay, so again, the Lord's Prayer is not a prayer. We are to memorize and recite back to God. It is only an example of how we should be praying. If there is anything wrong with memorizing the Lord's Prayer, of course it's not. Is there anything wrong with praying the Lord's Prayer back to God? Not if the heart is in it and you truly mean the words you're saying. Remember, in prayer, God is far more interested in our communicating with Him and speaking from our hearts than He is for the specific words that we use. In Philippians 4, 6, and 7 declares, Do not be anxious about anything but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, presenting your request to God and to and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, which will guard your heart and your mind in Jesus Christ. Finally, when we pray, clear our minds, focus on one thing, and that's God. You know, we all have a friend that we can go to and talk to just about with anything that we've got. Let that friend be God that we take those to. Give it to him. Trust me. He can take care of it no matter what. And then I just want to thank you for being here to listen. Uh, I hope you get something out of it and everything. And we'll leave it at that and just close with a word of prayer. Lord, we just come to you, Lord, just thanking you for this day. Thanking you for the many blessings that you've already given us in this day. Lord, and we just want to lift up the ones that are just fighting this uh, coronavirus. Lord, the, the leaders of this country, Lord, we just lift them up to you. We just lift this nation as a whole up to you, dear God. It just is so much going on right now, Lord. And Lord, we know we have taken you out of so many things, Lord, that, that maybe this will open our eyes and get us back to where we need to be, Lord, and know that you're in charge and, and you can take care of this just like that if you wanted to, Lord. But, Lord, just continue to be with us with it. Lord, just thank you for this opportunity to come here today. Lord, maybe we touch somebody with something. Lord, we just give you the praise for it. We just pray that the Lord's we spoke with your words, dear God. Dear God, we just give you the praise for it all. We thank you. We ask all this name in the mighty name of all. And that's Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you all.